Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. So the good news is I can say your first name. Sebastian is easy. There's no way I'm saying your surname. Meunier? Yeah, it's not happening. If you want to... The English way, yeah. What's the French way? French way is Meunier. So we're going to go with Sebastian. Yeah. Even the same, you're the manager of... How do I say that? Chapuisalder. That is fantastic. Okay. I'm going to go with Chap because I can say that. I'm horrible. You speak five languages, don't you? Uh, At least, yeah. Yeah. God. Okay. I barely speak English. (laughs) What what five languages? I can speak, uh, of course, Spanish, English, French... Uh, Farsi, so Iranian, yeah, and a bit of uh, Chinese and Japanese. So Mandarin? A little bit, yeah. My wife is Chinese, oh, so really? I'm learning now. Okay, we're going to go. We're in New York, folks. The car is behind us. You can hear it. We're actually at Finnovate, right? How many Finnovates have you gone to? This first one. First, what do you think? Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, what I like especially, you know, is to you know meet people. So, you know, yeah. beyond the demo, you know, to really understand what's behind, how does it work, what are the clients already, you know? So I like to really talk to people after the, the show. The networking side of this, Money 2020 is the same way, right? Mm-hmm. The best part of, in my opinion, the best part of the show is in the halls and walking yeah. in, actually meeting people you've seen yeah, on Twitter yeah. or read their blogs like crazy. Yeah, it was the same. I was at Consensus this year. And yeah. the, I mean, the most valuable part for me was really meeting people. I mean, and then, you know, exchanging ideas, you know, understanding, you know, behind the scene. You know, right. The, I completely agree. All right, so you're a manager at Chapus Halder. Yes, you are. Talk a little bit about what you do there. No, I mean this is a. I work for a consulting firm, so this is typically you know like the kind of Deloitte, you know Accenture, mm-hmm. you know type of thing. But uh, there we really focus. We only work for banks, so we are really specialist experts. Half of the staff comes from bank, you know. So we we worked in banks before. We know what we're talking about, and now I focus really on innovation. So um, before I was working, you know, for at BCG, but I was like working on a high-level strategy, three-year strategy. But I, if you want to work work in innovation, you really need to focus on what's going to happen in the next six months, one year. So and currently in my role, so that's what I do. I meet startups, I introduce startups to banks, I organize proof of concepts, you know, try to to really create innovation by leveraging what's happening outside outside of the bank. Sebastian, I literally have the same job. That is exactly what my job is yeah. at NTT Data. <laughs> um, and it's, I, I don't know about you, and you're doing it on a global scale, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's, to you, what's the, this is kind of a gotcha question, what's the one or two things, in your opinion, your, your clients or banks in general don't understand about innovation in today's world? Only two, because we could be here all day and it's only a five minute podcast. I mean, I mean now they get they understand more, you know. So yes, I mean, ba- banks, banks, you know, they 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 are good for you know to create products. They are bankers, mm-hmm. so their role is not really to be the you know early adopters or to 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 create innovation. I think they really need to connect with the ecosystem, to be aware of what's happening, not to you know to be to to lag, you know, to to be left behind mm-hmm. when the innovation will comes out so um so in terms of mindset i think now they get it they they they, they know that they have to be aware they have to invest they they have to meet the startups you know tech companies 
and partner with them, work with them to bring innovation from outside to inside the bank, I think. It's been, it's been a, I think over the past couple of years, there's definitely been a shift to that, right? Where it was, yes. yeah. yeah, three years ago, if you would have come to Finnovate yeah. and watched, every company that presented was talking about how they were going to kick the banks to the curb. They were not, you know what I mean? It yeah. was us against you yes. four years ago, yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, we're starting to see this concept of, you know what, we can kind of work together. And now that's all this is about, right? Yeah. It's the ecosystem they've they've meshed. And and how do you get the two to speak the same? This for, I'm talking to a guy who speaks at least five languages. But that concept of getting the fintech companies, the startups, and the banks to talk the same language, use the same terminology, yeah. um, that's hard. Yeah, but so actually, so I was organizing, you know, a blockchain hackathon at BNP yeah. Paribas, you know, the last two yeah, days. Yeah, so I about that. Yeah, you were doing so that? I was the organizer, wow. you know, I so talked to you two days ago. Yeah, and uh, so it was very successful. Why? Because we had teams of, you know, bankers, IT guys, and also entrepreneurs. So we, we you know, we... It was like a good mix of people, mm-hmm. and they really had some very interesting discussions, different backgrounds, different profiles, and we had some we had some very great ideas. And I think this, this is the only way you can really beat something interesting. If the banks work work alone, they won't do you know create like the the, the new you know breakthrough innovation. Yeah, if the startups work alone, they can create things, but it won't be it can not be implemented by the business. So that's the only way is to really have them work together. Yeah, I, I tell a lot of the, the startups um, in particular, and we've seen this, and I think this is one of the reasons we've seen the shift to partnership. Acquiring customers is not easy. I don't care if it's direct to consumer or small business or even banks. That's hard. Banks tend to have a lot of customers. It's kind of nice. And typically, banks struggle at the idea of getting the new product, understand it. Th- the cycle's too slow. Yeah. So folks like you and me and a bunch of others um, I think we do a good job of introducing them, right, and, and helping them along. Yeah, but it was funny because one of the girls yesterday said at the end of the event, she said, "Wow, during these two days, you triggered some some part in my in my brain I didn't know I had." You know, <laughs> <laughs> because That's pretty good. yeah, because you know she, she was doing the same job, you know, for you know months, years, yeah. and during two days she could really you know get out of her day to day job and think about how to change banking. Yeah, so. and they need to. All right, so we're down to the last minute. This is the rapid fire part. All right, so the answer is just quick off the top of your head. Don't don't worry. You, you mentioned early on all the different languages that you speak, but you're studying Chinese because your wife, you said, is from China. Yeah. Where did you meet? We met in Paris. Yes, your your life is like a movie. I'm, I'm loving this. You met her in Paris. Was yeah. she studying? She lives in Paris. She, no, she was studying in Paris. So we met in Paris. Then we lived a few months in London, and now we live in New York. But and you're learning Chinese, Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, of course. And how easy is now? She teaching you? Uh, yeah, we try to practice together. Yeah. Oh, that is. Uh, how hard is it for someone who speaks? I don't know how many. Like you said, five no, or six languages. No, I mean languages. it's just a question of time, and uh, yeah, so it's not that difficult. But I don't have much time, so. That's, so yeah. yeah. Anyways, this is a guy who speaks five, six languages. Normally, when people say they kind of get the concept of blockchain and, and, and use cases, I don't believe them. I have to be honest. There's very few people. I like Simon Taylor. I like Dave Birch. I think Chris Skinner Sharp. Um, seeing that you speak six languages and you're studying Mandarin, I'm going to go ahead. And this is, um, folks, I'm being nice because he's a competitor. We do the exact same thing at the exact same clients. That's pretty good. So, <laughs> give him a look, definitely. And you, you do blog. 
I, I've read some of your writing yeah, when you get a chance. Yeah, exactly. Again, a question of time. I yeah. wish I had more time to write. Yeah. I hope to, to write more in the future. Yeah. So if people want to learn more about what you do, and we'll have it in the show notes, what's the best place to go to? So Website? To, yeah, yeah, exactly. To follow me on Twitter. Yeah, you do follow them on Twitter because we actually had some pretty good conversations out there. And in the show notes, we'll put a link to the site that I can't pronounce. And I'm taking a picture yeah, yeah. of it. That's the only way it's going to happen. Thanks, Sebastian. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.